Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Freeman Means Business Wonder Women in Business podcast. You haven't heard from me in quite a while. Um, you know I have a permanent host now, Natalie Borneo, who's the number two at Dress for Success Worldwide out of New York City. She is not with us today. I am super excited to host today's show because this woman who is our guest has been someone I followed for quite a while. She recently published a book with some women I do know well and love a lot. So I'm excited to get to know her better. Michelle Banks, welcome to the show. Thank you, Susan. Thank you for having me on today. You bet. You bet. So my audience knows I do whatever I can within my power uh, to lift other women and to amplify their voices. I know a lot of people say you give voice to women. No, I don't. They've had voice. They just haven't been heard. So we want to make sure we give platforms both in person and on this podcast for you to be heard. So tell me, Michelle, um, who are you? What's your story? Where do you come from? What do you do? Why did I invite you here? Right. So tell us about yourself. Well, I live in San Francisco, California. I am a wife, a mother, a daughter, a sister. I'm very close with my family, and we all live in the San Francisco Bay Area. It's very fun. Um, professionally, I'm a former general counsel. I retired from practicing law in the corporate world in 2016. And since then, professionally, I have been an executive leadership coach for women in the corporate world. And I um, also am a professional speaker. I lead professional development workshops and do keynote speaking. I do a lot of pro bono work. It's been a passion of mine my entire career as a lawyer and now as well as a coach. I mentor a lot of underrepresented folks and try to help them achieve their career goals as well. And I also convene um, groups of women, which is really my joy and, and one of the things that I have um, relished about having more time. And um, I just really, for a long time, enjoyed helping people, mentoring people, and it was really a passion. And I feel so blessed that in my retirement from practicing law and being in a corporation, I am now able to focus on helping others as my day job. Very nice. Very, you are my kind of woman, let me just say. So um, each year, the people who follow me know that each year I host this onstage event. Pat used to be um, the, she would give the opening remarks. We, we have a mutual friend, Pat Gillette. I know a lot of my audience knows and loves Pat. Um, but it sounds like you and I should have an offline conversation about your possibly speaking. We have one in Philly next year. It's fully booked, but one in uh, San Diego in 2024. So maybe we'll get you on stage there because I'd love to hear more of what you have to say. I'm already aligned with your values. So um, again, my kind of woman. Well, you're definitely busy. All those titles and labels that you mentioned, wife, mom, sister, daughter, all those things uh, pull us in so many directions. Uh, I'm sure every morning when you get up, you have this huge to-do list, but what makes you smile when you look at your list or when you wake up in the morning? What are you excited about each day? I think I'm excited and smile about the fact that my days are never the same. I love the variety of my life and the ability after 30 years of working in a really structured, formal environment, I now love that every day is different. Last, you know, yesterday I had lunch with my aunt who's um, 
90. And today, after we are finished recording this podcast, I'm headed off to play tennis with my girlfriends. And then, of course, you know, in the afternoons, I'll probably be coaching or speaking. But I have so much variety in my days today. I no longer sit in an office in a really structured and formal environment. And I enjoy that a lot. I enjoy the flexibility and the variety and the informality of working from home and um, getting outside. I feel so much more nourished um, now that I am able to move outside a lot of my day. Yeah, that is an awesome answer. I'll say that um, we all too often get in that um, predictability space, right? We have to, you know, know our schedule and this is my life. And you look back in your life and you go, oh my gosh, I did the same darn thing every day for 40 years. So I agree with you that that ability to be flexible and not only just be flexible, but embrace that variety and flexibility. I think a lot of women don't have that luxury and wish they did, or those who don't wish they did just don't know what they're missing because it's great. (laughs) It's really great. Well, I want to ask you about a book that has influenced you the most, but I know we also have another book to talk about, a book that you influenced in a a great way. So let's talk about some of the books you read, the things that you gravitate toward, what what are books you might recommend, um, even if they're Kindle or Audible or even old-fashioned page-turning books. Let me know what kind of things you you read and and, um, that that you're drawn to, if you will. And then we'll talk about the book that you actually helped to write. Sure. Um, You know, it's interesting. I am drawn to all different kinds of books. Um, I was thinking about like, what are books that have had an impact on me? Well, first of all, I should just say, I'm pretty much always reading. My mom just told me a story yesterday that I had forgotten. She said that when I was growing up in my family home, she and my sister would cook dinner together in the kitchen and I would join them, but I wouldn't help cook. I would (laughs) sit, I would sit on the floor with a book and read. Oh, I love that. So I wanted to be with my family, but I was just always buried in a book. So um, I read all different kinds of things. I read a lot of fiction. I read biographies and autobiographies. And I mean, I think in the last few years, one of the books that I enjoyed the most was Michelle Obama's book, Becoming. That's one of those books that, you know, I loved reading it. I read it around Christmas. I gifted it to like 10 people for Christmas. And I kept thinking about it, you know, afterwards. And I just thought it was so interesting. And her story was so just surprising and impressive and interesting. And so, you know, I I like books written by women and about women. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So um, I have had the pleasure to hang out with Michelle and Barack Obama on two separate occasions. And um, the book to me was a great reflection of how she truly presents herself as no matter what. I mean, here you are the first lady of the United, the most powerful country in the world. She's still, you know, uh, authentic. Right. She has no put on no um, she's not a poser in any way, shape or form. And I felt that came through in the book. I read the book, but then I also listened to her narrate her own book and tell her own story. And it was powerful in both senses. I I found it more powerful to hear her voice, to tell her story in her voice. Um, But yeah, I love that book as well. I would put that on one of my top 10 lists as well. Um, So let's talk about this other book where you contributed mightily. And um, I know some of the other authoresses 
and I respect you all uh, a great deal. So let's talk a little bit about your book. Sure. So our book came out in March. The title of it is Women in Law, Discovering the True Meaning of Success. And it is an anthology, meaning a chapter was contributed by 23 women. We are all women who went to law school, but about half of us are no longer practicing and about half are still practicing. And really what we tried to do with the book was, first of all, inspire women who might be considering law school or inspire women to consider law school for education, but also just to encourage people in all walks of life to know that there's no one definition of success and there's no one pathway to success in any profession. There are many different ways and we should each define success in our lives in our own way. And it should have individual as opposed to labeled meaning or, um, you know, society's definition doesn't have to be your definition. And so um, the proceeds of the book are benefiting Ms. JV, a nonprofit that encourages women to attend law school and supports them through the process and their first five years of practice, which can be a challenging transition time. And the book's available on Amazon in paperback, and it's available from lots of places, from Amazon to bookshop.org um, in the Kindle or um digital format. And we're excited. It's been really well received. And we've been on a book tour, both a virtual and an in-person book tour. I had the um, joy of getting together with four of my co-authors and talking about the book in New York two weeks ago at the Minority Corporate Council Association's Pathways to Diversity Conference. And we've been doing lots of different um, book chats both in person and online. And we just really appreciate that people have been supporting the book, enjoying the book. Um, as you mentioned, my mentor, Pat Gillette, contributed a chapter to the book and her chapter is my absolute favorite because she has great humor. Um, and she was an extremely successful professional woman, but she's just a really funny, interesting person as well. And I should mention the woman who put together the book, the leader of the book is a fellow um, lawyer turned coach, Angela Hahn, who is just a phenomenal woman who also, like you, Susan, has a podcast. Hers is called Fit to Practice. So I know all those women you just referred to. I just have to say, uh, Pat and I share a Leo birthday, both on August 7th. So um, I think um, I definitely know what you mean when you say she's professional yet humorous. She looks at life through a lens where she welcomes those who don't look and act and all, uh, you know, think the same, right? She She's very open-minded and inclusive. Um, I love what you said about the definition of success being so personal and individual. And I think only now uh, in recent history, we've started to look at intrinsic motivators, right? It's not all about the hours you put in and the money you make and the title you have. It's what moves you internally. And I think that your writing this book with these other women um, helps younger or anyone who reads the book to say, whether you're a lawyer or not, helps them to see that, that they can define their own and there are many paths to the mountaintop, right? So pick your path. Um, it's not just the Western white male way that is the only way, right? 
So I love that you did this book. I forgot all about the fact that the proceeds go to Ms. JD. I happened to be in Sonoma recently when Ms. JD, I think I forgot your connection there. It's huge. Like you're a huge part of Ms. JD, um, or at least I know this book's contribution there. I was in Sonoma with one of the attendees as her guest when they recently had their Ms. JD, I guess it was a conference. So um, great organization. I love that the proceeds go to that organization. Your mission there or the mission there is is amazing. Amazing. Um, I did not have that in the corporate world. So I'm a non-attorney, but I was a vice president in the corporate world. And I didn't have a group of women who were courageous enough to not fight the system, but change the system. I think it takes more courage to remake a system than it does to shut one down, right? So um, that's what you're doing is you're creating a new operating system. And I love that, a reboot, if you will. So I, I think you're remarkable. I only just connected several dots in my head. So my brain is like swirling like a, a you know, a, a just, just monkey mind right now. Uh, so much, so much that excites me about now knowing you in as much as I do. Um, what excites you right now in this day and age? I know that you're busy with your, you know, a, a lot of things in your life, not just, you know, this book, which is also huge, but other things as well. What excites you most about what's going on in your life right now? Well, um, you've touched on one of them. We just had our fourth um, Ms. JD Ladder Her Up Retreat. I founded that retreat with Ms. JD and I have co-chaired it for four years. And um, we gathered this year, as you mentioned, in Sonoma. We had sold out for the first time. Over a hundred women law firm associates were there being mentored and receiving professional development um, support from over 50 women general counsel. And that just fills my tank. I love convening women. I love the power of women helping women. And so, um, you know, October is an incredible month for me. And that, you know, that fills up my tank for the rest of the year. <laughs> that and getting together with my family for the holidays. I love that. I was thinking this morning and I told my husband, I said, you know, October is the time of year where it's not just. Um, well, under normal circumstances, I'm not sure what climate science is doing to us now, but under normal circumstances, the weather, your energy, you know, everything is a time to reflect and be grateful and then plan for your new beginnings, right? To start to get excited about the things you learned and how you can apply them in the new year. So I love this time of year, the fall and holiday season. Um, I was a guest of Lisa Lang, who's a terrific GC. Um, she's a dear friend. I actually took her to Hawaii uh, from Sonoma. We flew out to Hawaii, I have a condo there, and we just hung out on the beach and really recentered and um, started new chapters for our, our lives while, while there. And she gained a lot from the Ms. JD experience. She, I know she's gonna be more involved going forward, but um, she wouldn't stop talking about it. <laughs> I had to I had to get her to drink something to stop her from talking about all the Miss JD. She she loved it so much. I'm like, you know, um, I'm a non-attorney, so okay, I can only appreciate this so much. But she absolutely loved it. She loved hooking up with you and all the all the things. So I'm glad that's what excites you right now because it's current and fresh in your mind. And it'll be something I can see happening um for the rest of my days for sure. Uh, I know the younger crew appreciates it mightily. So 
what is of all the amazing things I've learned about you and all the wonderful uh, things you do and folks, you know, me, I, I can, you know, sense people, I read people, I know their energy. Michelle is someone I am honored to now know and would love to have in my posse or tribe. She's the real deal. It seems to me like she'll tell it like it is. And, you know, if something's not the way it should be, she'll change it. Uh, but what is something I should know about you? Or maybe what is something that even people who do know you don't know about you? A surprising fact or uh, tell us anything you want to tell us at this stage of the of the conversation. Sure. I think one thing that sometimes surprises people is that I was a first gen, as they call it. I was the first person in my family to attend university, and I was the first person in my family to attend graduate school. So I found my way without a lot of role models in my family or in my community. And I think the thing that was extraordinary was despite the fact that my parents were not familiar with that world, they were incredibly empowering and supportive, both financially and, um, you know, from a, you know, a inspiring, you know, I guess what I would say is my parents really raised my sister and I to believe that we could do absolutely anything and we could be absolutely anything. And even though no one had gone to university and no one had gone to graduate school, let alone law school, they just couldn't have been bigger cheerleaders for me in that endeavor. And so I'm extremely grateful for that. But, you know, when you're a general counsel of a public fortune 200 company, people assume you came from a different background. Right. I love that you shared that because um, they they pretty much changed the narrative, like they shifted the course of history by ensuring their children believe they could do and supporting them in doing whatever uh, they wanted to and defining success, how you personally define success. Um, you strike me as a giver. A lot of people have misconceived or misperceived well, misconceptions about lawyers, right? Um, you know, there are way too many jo jokes. I'm married to a litigator. I know there are way too many jokes about lawyers. Not nice, not nice. But I love my lawyer, right? And all the women lawyers I know have finally come out of that shell. And like you, they're, they're seeking uh, to either help others or be helped by people like you. And so I think that that what your parents started in that uh, making you believe you can do anything you want on your terms, you're now passing that life lesson on to several other younger uh, lawyers uh, or, or even older lawyers who are still opening open, open to learning new things, right? Um, so I love that. I love that. My Universe, I have about 16,000 followers, and I would say 90% of them are lawyers, and 90% of those are female, right? So uh, it's really great that you're doing what you're doing. Law, uh, my world is is the academic world, PhDs, again, white Western male, you know, uh, and, and, and the medical world and the biotech and tech world, we are all looking for leadership and looking for someone who um, really can lead by the example of what we, the path we want to take, not just what's in the books, right? Not what has historically been written as the way to go, because I don't speak Western white male, right? Um, I want to 
wear what I want to wear. I, I mean, I worked in financial services when I was younger and they asked me to wear brown, black, navy, and gray. And here I was showing up in hot pink and red. <laughs> and I was like, wait a minute. I don't want to have to, you know, mimic men just to be successful, right? So I love that you're breaking down barriers and then you're rebuilding. You're not just breaking them down. You're providing solutions and alternatives and really wonderful paths forward. Um, so I'm super, super happy to have had you on this show. Super glad to know you. I know that when my audience of mostly female lawyers Here's this conversation. They're going to want to reach out, learn more, learn more about you, your leadership, your professional development training, your coaching, and Ms. JD, and whatever else you want to talk about, including your book. So how can they reach you? Sure. I enjoy LinkedIn as a professional community and a way to connect with people. And I would encourage anyone who would enjoy connecting with me to reach out via LinkedIn under my name, Michelle Banks. Awesome. Awesome. Well, folks, those of you who follow me regularly know that I will put um, a link to the book in the blog that I write. I will have Michelle's bio. I'll have pictures that tell the story of her, not just her headshot, because you know, we're not our headshots, right? <laughs> I'm like, that's not who I am on a day-to-day -day basis. And my podcast and blog are about who you are on a day-to-day -day basis. So anything you think of later, Michelle, that you want me to include, I'm happy to do that. Um, I like to give shout outs to women we know, love, and respect. And I love to connect with women who are secure enough in themselves to lift other women. And that is you, my friend. So thank you so much for sharing a little bit more about who you are and what you do and what moves you, right? Thank you for what you do, Susan. I love women who amplify other women's voices, and you certainly do that with this podcast. Thanks for having me. You bet. You bet. If there's anything either of my companies can do to support your cause, you let me know. You let me know. All right, folks. Well, thanks for tuning in for this quick chat. We like to keep them quick and, and pithy because we're biz business women who have things to do. We're busy, busy. We got to get going. All right. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening in. And Michelle, thank you for being on the show once more.